Hey there. Thanks for taking the time. I'm Stacey Nonamaker, and this is a Supporters Toolbox. Many years ago, I was asked to consult with a team who was really struggling to support a guy who lived in a state center. The team was willing to figure out how to better support him, and they needed a new way to think about how to do that because what they were doing day in and day out was obviously not working. Long story short, I posed what I think is a very important question to this team. The question was, when doesn't Dean engage in aggressive and self-injurious behavior? And after some discussion amongst the team, most of the team members agreed that it was when he was working at the center. Well, my response to that was pretty simple. Do more of that. So let's talk a bit about the importance of work. The American Psychological Association published an article that synthesized findings on the relationship between work and purpose. One piece that they reviewed was research from a Harvard professor that found that no matter the size of a goal, whether it's curing cancer or helping a colleague, having a sense of meaning and feeling a sense of progress can contribute to happiness in the workplace. In fact, we know that employees who like their jobs and are engaged in their work tasks are likely to experience higher degrees of psychological empowerment, better health, a better sense of psychological coherence, and less compassion fatigue. So, like in Dean's case, having work gave him purpose, and finding meaning in that work also contributed to his overall well-being. Employment research tells us that anywhere from 40 to 70% of people who find employment find it through a friend or someone in their social world. Like me. I got my current job through a friend from grad school who reached out asking if I was interested in offering support to a new government entity by doing functional behavioral assessments. Well, 15 years later, the rest is history. So think about your story or one of your employment stories, I bet there is a social connection to employment somewhere in there. The use of connections to find work suggests that who you know is an important means of getting a good job. I have talked in this podcast before about the concept and importance of social capital. In this month of October, also known as National Disability Employment Awareness Month, I think it's important to focus specifically on social capital in the quest for fulfilling employment. Let me remind you what social capital is. Social capital returns value through humans by connecting one person with another or connecting a person with a network of people. Social capital is the goodwill that individuals or groups tap into simply by being a part of a network. Its effects flow from the information, influence, and solidarity it makes available. A social network's or individual's stock of social capital can be thought of as a reservoir of social trust and support. While marginalized populations often have strong social capital that develops close-knit communities, the problem is that those connections are often not valued by people outside of those communities. So think about the people that you support. Think about how important 
building that social capital is. So what can you do? Al Condolucci, someone I have mentioned before who has been talking about social capital in our field, suggests we look for what he calls weak ties. What the heck is a weak tie, right? Well, think of it as a friend of a friend. Since we know that employment research tells us that anywhere from 40 to 70% of people who find employment find it through a friend, and often not a close friend, those weak ties expand beyond immediate ties and open up the world to more diversity and more opportunities. So consider focusing less on work skills like we tend to do when we think about supporting somebody to get employment and think more of increasing social capital as a gateway to employment. So who is part of that and who are the weak ties you can target? Well, as a supporter, they're your friends, they're other supporters' friends, or your friends of friends. They're the desk clerk at the YMCA. You know, you get the picture. Many people with disabilities have small social networks with high redundancy. So challenge yourself to work on identifying and developing those weak ties. Another thing you can do is work with employers and management. There are things management can do to bring about meaningful engagement in the work environment. Remember what I said about the benefits from actually liking your job? So you can talk with employers about meaningful tasks and jobs rather than them setting up something for the person that is insignificant or perhaps even setting up something to simply have an employment with a disability at the place of business. And by the way, the people we support know what meaningful work is and what is just busy or irrelevant work that others who work at the business may not be doing or may never be asked to do. You could also talk with the employer about the company's mission so that you could emphasize that vision and purpose of the work that the person is doing. You can talk to them about the why of their job. Why are you restocking shelves? Why are you filing those files? Why are you cleaning those cars? Understanding the why makes things relevant and meaningful. And that's important to talk through and, and teach the person that you support. And finally, for some, you may need to just create the employment situation. A professor of organizational behavior at Yale University talks about how job crafting, which is teasing out the bits you like about your current or past job, and then spinning off of that into something that's more rewarding as a whole, that that might be the way to go. This is where looking at interests and preferences can come into play. If the person you support loved the social aspect of their job and also loves being around animals, can he or she start their own animal sitting business? And well, let's face it, getting your own business off the ground is all about tapping into our social capital, right? I am hoping I have given you some ideas on how to bolster employment for the person you support. Again, who you know is important to that charge. Stephen Hawken has gone so far as to say, work gives you meaning and purpose and life is empty without it. 
I'm not sure that everyone would agree that life is empty without work, but I think most of us can agree that work certainly feeds into our purpose, and it's sometimes the reason we get out of bed in the morning. Again, thanks for taking the time. I know you're busy. Hoping you took one thing away that can make today a better day for the person you support. Bye now.